Blog Talk Radio. Well, hey, everyone, it's Michael Vandervoort, and it is uh, April 22nd, 2022. It's also National Beagle Day, of which I have one. So uh, happy National Beagle Day to my beagle sugar. <laughs> and with that, I'm going to stop self-indulgence, and I'm going to jump right into welcoming our guest, who's a longtime friend and professional, uh, I guess, colleague of sorts. We did, we did some work through conferences and stuff, and it's uh, I'm really happy to Say hello to Melissa Doolin Keeney and welcome her to Drive Through HR. How are you, Melissa? Oh, happy Beagle Day. Happy Earth Day too. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> so good to talk yeah. to you and catch up, Michael. You too. It's been I, I you know, we, we 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 stay connected through social media. So like I know that, you know, I know you've got stuff going on and I've obviously followed, you know, you had a career change and some other things which we'll talk about in a few minutes, but nothing replaces you know, talking to somebody, even even in even in this format, nothing replaces that personal connection and kind of getting a chance to catch up. So, I I wanted to invite you on the show because I think you work for what seems like a really cool organization that I'd like to learn more about, and that's going to be part of our discussion. But I also I also know your family members and I know many people who used to work at your former employer. So I I thought I I kind of laid out a schedule of questions where it'll let me sort of catch up on what's been going on with you and maybe some of the other people that we are mutually uh, acquainted with and fond of. So uh, let's jump right that. into that conversation. Yeah, let's let's jump right into that conversation. So so to start, we always ask. We have two standard questions. The first one is. We always greet the guests, but we ask the guests to give their own bios. So why don't you tell us about yourself, you know, who you are and what you do and whatever else you care to share about Melissa. Sure, sure, sure. So, uh, Michael, thanks for the nice introduction. I appreciate it. And, um, you know, I was trying to think about, uh, back of, like, how long we've known each other. I know it's been over a decade, which is crazy to think. Yep. Um, time flies by really quickly. <laughs> it does. <laughs> it's been it's been a it's been a it's been a lot of fun getting to know you over the years too. So, uh, my name again is Melissa Dulan Caney. I lead development for a nonprofit called Conscious Capitalism. Uh, I've only been here for six, uh, going on seven months actually. Next uh, tomorrow will be my seven month uh, month anniversary at Conscious Capitalism, and uh, it was a big leap going from an organization I was with for eighteen years. A lot of you probably um, know me, um, especially if it's through Michael and I knowing each other through me um, working at Black Box Intelligence for 18 years and um, building that out, uh, that organization out. Um, and I left um, back in September and October after 18 years to go uh, try um, try something totally different and new, uh, but actually not very, um, very different and new from the way that we built Black Box Intelligence out, which was really based on a lot of the things uh, that we do here at Conscious Capitalism. Cool. So sort of sort of frame that up. Um, yeah, we met because um, I had an I had an, an acquaintance with with your mother, uh, Joni Doolin, mm-hmm. and 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 through through Joni had I, I guess eventually met what met Wally, and and but but we were connected not you and I but Joni and I were connected through Amanda Height, 
and there your 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 mom and dad i guess ran black box intelligence which was people report and then tdn2k and i knew them in all of those incarnations but at some point yeah. in a yeah, decade plus ago uh they they were doing a couple conferences every year they did a sort of a mm-hmm. user conference for whether whatever the name of the company was at the time they did sort of a client based user conference that was called best pra- global best practices i think and then for a few years a few short bright years and then it died out there was another event in the, that that and that was the first time i i got to physically meet everybody was Summer Brain Camp, which was kind of put on mm-hmm. by Amanda Height's organization, Be the Change Revolutions, which is a, a very uh, innovative and progressive uh, social media agency in, in, the, P, in the social media PR world, um, and then Black Box Intelligence. And, and it was, it was a kind of a hybrid HR social media conference, and it just it was just right. a, an amazing event. And we had, a, we had a chance to, like, not only learn t- a tremendous amount of stuff and hang out with some really – really fun and clever people and there were all these great speakers. I mean, it was, like I said, it didn't last, but maybe two, three years, but it was, it was really one of the, the events that I look forward to going to every year, whether I was speaking or not, but, but that's how we got acquainted. But uh, I think that, um, and, and and nobody cares about that, but you and I uh, are, are those people who remember <laughs> some of brand camp very fondly. But, I don't but know. There's, in, a few, in, there's a, there's a few of us that are around that still, um, talk about that conference as one of the best conferences um, that's ever lived. And to be a part of something like that, that connects people even years and years later, like it does, was just really uh, a dream come true and a testament to the people in the room. And it was really, really powerful. And I think it was really around special, which we were talking about the brand, you know, from employment brand to Yep. to the consumer brand and how those things are really all the same. But it's kind of a radical way of thinking back then of like marketing should work with HR. Um, that was so right. weird. Um, right. Uh, but, right. And but, we'd, have these, but, we'd have these joint breakout sessions where marketing and HR people would present together and, you know, there would yes. be like this <laughs> dynamic synergy. Um, you know, I mean, they were super fun events, but they, but they, they also had some – uh, I mean, I've seen similar approaches, but I thought they had some uh, also really kind of different things. And and this, what I'm about to bring up, actually threads through your new role as well. In that one, one that 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 black box intelligence, or you know, it, you know, the company that 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 organization under all its different brand names, always had a a, a theme of giving and charity and community service. And in fact, we used to take like a half a day before the conference even started and go, I remember going and working at the North, yeah. uh, North Texas food bank and painting walls at like some children's shelter. I can't remember the name of that, you yeah. know, cleaning up their right. yard, you know, just like, yeah, literally doing good in the community. Even though I lived in Florida at the time and I, we were over visiting Dallas, we were doing good in the community and it was like an integral part of the organization. And then, and then on top of that, um, Amanda's, you know, Amanda's Be the Change, you know, that was, they were always doing stuff like with um, No Kid Hungry, and so we'd do fundraising and yeah. all kinds of events. I mean, it was, there was a huge element of, like, giving back to the community that threaded through all of those events, and it, you know, and I think it, 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 it actually, I'm, I'm stretching, I'm not stretching here, but this is not something that you and I have talked about, but I think it probably led you down a path in many ways to where you are now with the organization you're with. So I'd like to, so I guess, so, you know, um, 
Uh, the other thing that was in there too is is there was also this kind of uh, always an optional meeting, but there was a group of people that that came out of that community that always got together on the day after the the other events, uh-huh. and that that was called Changers of Commerce. So why don't you talk a little bit about black box intelligence and kind of how that philosophy, you know, especially with that aspect of community service, how that got built out there, and then you know maybe you know how it you know did it take you down the road to where you are now? Yeah. Yeah, Michael, you're you're spot on on guessing that this is exactly what led me to conscious capitalism. So, um, you you know my parents, Wally and Joni Doolin, um, as the founders of Black Box Intelligence, formerly TDN2K, which we're talking about. Um, and I know them as founders. Um, I also know them as uh, my business leaders, my bosses, my coach, um, and more, most importantly, my parents. And mm-hmm. uh, they really they really, um, you know, started the company and also, you know, really um, invested this in our, in our family of, of this idea of higher purpose and giving back. Uh, and so w- when, um, when I joined uh, Black Box Intelligence 18 years ago, there was always this feeling of that we were creating a company that was around data and insight. Um, for the restaurant industry. So Black Box Intelligence has 350 of the largest restaurant brands as clients. Um, We've grown that. I think when I joined, there was just maybe a a couple dozen. I think we had 20, 30 members. We've grown significantly over the years. But the idea was that the knowledge of power of knowing data, that you can make a change and a difference, and that if we knew that there were um, things that organizations needed to work on, like a diversity, um, equity and pay, um, you know, giving back to your communities, and that's actually profitable. We knew if we could prove that out in data that we had a story to tell of why uh, why there's a reason to, to be a force for good. And so um, funny enough, um, you know, Wally and Joni um, started to attend um, a, a, a conference called the CEO Summit that was founded by Conscious Capitalism years and years ago. And they went to this conference and met incredible business leaders that were doing this all throughout the country and the world and really thinking about it in a different lens. Um, Just backtrack, Conscious Capitalism was built out 13 years ago. It was built off of the book Conscious Capitalism that was written by John Mackey, the the founder Mm -hmm. and CEO of Whole Foods, and Raj Sisodia. I know you you know Whole Foods very well, right? Um, Mm -hmm. So. The, they built this um, book out, uh, and the idea was around um, really uh, that business can be used as a force for good, and uh, that it b- being in business can be very uh, good, ethical, no- noble, and heroic at times, right? So, mm-hmm. um, you know, Wally and Joni, that really resonated with them. They went to this conference, and they brought that back to our organization. And it was something that we were already doing. We just didn't know what it was called. And so Mm -hmm. we continued down that path, continued to integrate it into um, all that we were really doing, but also um, started to create our own uh, Conscious Capitalist mini uh, conferences uh, during during our conferences, so those half day meetings and um, including um, kind of giving back during our conference. So you you are absolutely right. So we have been involved in uh, Black Box Intelligence has been involved in conscious capitalism for years and really taken the learnings that we have from this larger community and invested it into our organization and around our purpose. 
um, and our stakeholder orientation uh, in our higher purpose. So that mm-hmm. has led me to, to being here today, which um, has been incredibly exciting and gratifying. Um, Michael, I can't tell you how um, exciting it is that every day I get to talk to business leaders that um, not only care about profit, because we all have to have profit, right? Um, but they really, really do care about, you know, about their world, about their communities, about their employees, and um, are really um, invested into learning best practices and telling those stories out to the public. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's kind of, that, like I said, that's kind of what I thought, but I wasn't sure. Um, I don't want to, I don't want to make you talk too much about like black box intelligence because I really want to hear about the, the conscious capitalism's part, but um, you guys had like, you know, the family business, you worked for long, you guys had a super close knit organization, you were innovative, it, like it was, it, you know, from the outside looking in it, I always loved being in it, it always looked like a blast, and I always thought, man, it must have been great to work there, right? It, like it was one of the places, like I never had a chance to do that, but I, if, if something had come up where it might have, you know, I would have entertained it just because I liked everybody that was there yeah. so much, so like you've made this, you've made this career switch now, right? But tell us a little bit about how it, how it was to work in, in that, in that family family-owned organization, and then, you know, mm-hmm. as you began to think about making the switch, you know, you know, tell us about that experience and kind of what your thought process was and how you got there. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, um, I had I had really grown up with the organization, Michael. So, you know, when I started, um, I was just I was just 24, 25 when I started with uh, Black Box Intelligence, so I'm now aging myself. Now everybody knows my age. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and it and Wally had not been involved. It was just Joni, um, and so we kind of built this organization really based off of the ideas of conscious capitalism. And part of that is uh, this culture piece, right? And really treating your people right, treating your people well. And we always joked that we were, you know, we treated everybody like family. There were uh, we were family, but um, I think everybody that worked there really felt that way. We really, really took care of our employees. We really, really, um, you know, we're hyper-focused on taking care of our customers and building great relationships. And that continued, and it continues today. The team at Black Box Intelligence is excellent. They're doing a lot of new innovations. So um, a uh, a PE firm, a great PE firm, bought out uh, Black Box Intelligence last year in January. Um, my parents are still sitting on the board and still very, very involved, but gave them a chance. Uh, to kind of uh, relax a little bit um, and, mm-hmm. and enjoy life a little bit more. Um, still very, very involved, though, as a board member and advocate for, for the organization. So uh, it was kind of a new chapter and, and a new time for Black Box Intelligence. And, um, you know, I, I, I feel like a lot of probably people feel um, going through COVID and just hustling um, so hard and feeling you know, especially in the restaurant industry and helping all of our clients in such mm. big ways. You know, it was it was a little exhausting. <laughs> um, it was exhausting to get to, uh, through that. Um, and, you know, thankfully, uh, the restaurant industry survived. And not only that, are coming back really, really strong. Um, and it, to the core and to the heart of me, I'll always be in love with the restaurant industry. It's always my favorite industry. I grew up in it. Um, but I knew it was time for me, and I also knew, just like a lot of people felt during COVID, is what's my higher purpose? What do I really want to do in my life that's going to make impact? 
And, you know, I felt that we could do that at Black Box. I still feel like Black Box can do that and is doing that. But I felt I, I felt a higher calling. I was actually part of what Conscious Capitalism, they started in COVID, a beta test of something called our Senior Leader Network. It's for executive mm-hmm. level, VP uh, uh, level and above of organizations uh, where they can come together and kind of learn and grow through with each other. And so I was actually part of that beta test because Black Box Intelligence is a partner of Conscious Capitalism. And I was having these conversations that were just really um, so impactful for me because I was seeing such a diverse set of ideas and thoughts. I was getting more and more people um, from outside of the restaurant industry give me their perspective of how they were handling things. And it was, it was eye-opening to me about, um, you know, the opportunities uh, that on a much bigger scale. I actually fell into the job at Conscious Capitalism by accident because, um, you know, I had started to think about this kind of higher purpose and higher meaning and what does that mean uh, and Conscious Capitalism had a job posting open, and it was for – they actually mm-hmm. had a couple jobs. And I called them uh, and told them, I am so glad you're hiring. I'm so glad you're growing. Can I help you find the right person? Can I help you recruit? Because I think that's been the, my mindset for, for, for COVID is, like, help as many people as you can, you know, and the ones that are growing, you gravitate and try to help. And so the recruiter was a a lovely lady called me and said, hey, what if we look at this differently? Would you be open to it? And, uh, you know, after 18 years, I didn't have a resume. I didn't have anything put together. (laughs) A good friend of mine, resume writer, said, hey, let me help you put one together. Uh, But I also knew it was a great time because Black Box Intelligence was in a great place um, with this new PE firm really setting them up for success, um, had, um, you know, a team in place that was really taking it forward. So I felt like, you know, that that was a great time in my chapter to, to kind of close that chapter and feel really successful that we built something that I'm really proud of that I know um, will continue on and start something new for me and fresh. And it's been really, really rewarding. Cool. Um, yeah, so many people through the through covid just there's so many, so many, so many transformations, both personal and professional. The stories are, mm-hmm. you know, that we'll continue to tell them for a decade, probably in, in one way or shape form. Um, just because we've been talking about it, but like, so tell us specifically about Conscious Capitalism. It's a nonprofit organization, but tell us about that organization, you know, the mission and the purpose and kind of how you guys are structured a little bit and share that so people know that we're actually talking about a specific entity. Yes, yeah. So Conscious Capitalism is a 501c3, um, and we're an organization um, that's building a movement of business leaders, improving the practice and perception of capitalism, and, you know, and most importantly is elevating humanity. Um, and we do that around our four uh, key tenets. And I highly encourage you, if you haven't read the book Conscious Capitalism, go out and read it. Um, it's been around for 13 years, but I guarantee you, if, if any of what I'm saying resonates with you, you'll have a lot of aha moments and, and head nods of, yes, this is exactly the way I think about business. So our four tenets are around higher purpose, 
stakeholder orientation, conscious leadership, and conscious culture. And we focus on those as an organization, which isn't always easy, uh, but it also are, when we, when we do those, we see that businesses that focus on that tend to excel in areas like, you know, employee retention, uh, customer loyalty, and what do you know, profitability. And Michael, I know mm-hmm. you know this in your, in your world, as, as many people have you seen, is those, those best-in-class companies think about the Whole Foods and the Southwest Airlines, uh, the container stores, all of those all of those organizations have touched conscious capitalism or are still involved to this day. So um, these are these are also organizations that are leveraging their businesses in in big and small ways in their local communities as well as globally, you know, around poverty, inequity, climate change, etc. So. Uh, we're, we're really looking at this as a way to um, sustain and grow all of our communities in, in the most positive way that, that really takes care of all key stakeholders, um, but also, you know, continues to, to um, elevate uh, capitalism, which is, is when done right and well is done very, very well and is very, very good. It, it can advance humanity in ways that we, we, we've we seen um, in history and can continue to. So, you know, our, our 501c3 is really um, centered around kind of three different ideas, is create and sustain networks of support. Um, and those networks come from local chapters. So we have chapters all mm-hmm. across the community. The world, and we also have what I alluded to you earlier is something called our senior leader network, which is um, senior leaders uh, in a space to really be able to connect with others that are like-minded in value set to talk about, you know, personal and professional ways to continue to elevate your conscious journey. Um, we also provide access to ideas and information, um, and we tell stories of how businesses can be used for a for- force for good. If you go to our website, it's consciouscapitalism.org. Um, you'll be able to view and see a lot of stories um, through our YouTube channel, especially um, of people telling how the, 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 the actionable items of how organizations are doing this and how they are using their businesses for a uh, force for good. Mm-hmm. And if you're listening to the show, there's a link in the show notes on the, on the, on the show, on the, on our website to, to conscious capitalism that if, if you, but it's, it's that as well. Um, <clears throat> Melissa, believe it or not, we have seven and a half minutes left. This, this show is flying by. Um, tell us, Really quickly, like maybe who's a typical client? Like what kind of, I don't need a name per se so much as maybe the types of organizations that come to you and how you work with them. Yeah. So we, you know, we work from uh, businesses, small and large, right? So chapters are a great opportunity to, to have community, um, community growth and information shared. And then um, we have people from a global community, for example, um, we have 14 members from Mexico. They're all CEOs of, of, of um, organizations in Mexico that were meeting together and said, what if we start to meet with people globally and connect with like-minded leaders globally? What can we learn? And so um, we have 14 CEOs from Mexico. Um, I'll call a couple of my um, kind of my highlight members that I, I really enjoy. I've enjoyed hearing sure. their stories. 
One is um, a board member um, and also senior leader network member um, named Joe Kenner. And I highly encourage if you ever get a chance to talk to him. He is uh, president and CEO of an organization called Greystone Bakery. Have you ever heard of them? I have not. I, I guarantee you've tasted them because they make the brownies um, for all Ben and Jerry's ice creams. Um, okay. So. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> their baked goods are in a lot of the things that we eat, uh, that, and they're delicious brownies, by the way. Um, Joe um, instituted something called an open hiring model. And so quite literally anybody that comes um, to Greystone and um, puts their name on the list, if there's a job available, they'll call them next. No questions asked, no background checks. Um, mm. They have been incredibly profitable. They have an incredible culture, and their employee retention is incredible because uh, they're giving people quite literally a, a second chance at life, but a lot of people that have been turned mm -hmm. away. And so mm -hmm. you hear these stories. So he's modeled this out in this community, and now we have other community members trialing this out in their own ways. Um, <clears throat> we have a... Uh, a member, his name's Andy Abbey, um, and he's um, president of Bickford Senior Living, actually former NFL player that said, hey, what, what can I do with my life next? And he, um, he and his family own Bickford Senior Living houses. There's about 70 of them in the Midwest. Um, and he is really, really hyper-focused on affordable care in those senior living times and really um, making sure that um, in those, those years where people need it the most, that they're able to get the care that they need at an affordable price. Um, and those are just two stories of so many that are involved in this community all across the country and the world. Um, and we have people that are big and small, some that are just beginning their journey. You know, I talked to a guy uh, a couple of days ago that owns, um, owns a chain of CBD stores, and he started it because his mother was having a lot of pain, and he's in growth mode, and he really wants to do it the right way, right? Uh, mm -hmm. He wants to do it mm -hmm. um, focused on the communities and the impact that he can make, not only his communities, but his employees. So he's learning from a lot of the people that have been doing this for a really long time, you know, like the John Mackey's of Whole Foods that joins us sometimes on calls, too. So it's all across um, the board, you're, you're just getting incredible leaders that are heart-centered, um, but value-centered as well, um, really looking for a community that they can have these kinds of conversations um, and challenge each other on what that is and learn and grow from each other. Um, so th this, this question actually wasn't on my list, and I'm asking it for personal reasons. So if you're an individual and you want to get get involved in some way, so is the best way to go through a chapter or like how does that work? If you, like if I wanted yeah. to sign up, let's just say, how would that work? So if you want to sign up, um, you can go to our website and fill out the sign up more form, and then we'll lead you to the right place um, depending on um, what what where your level is. And so sometimes that's going to be chapters. Um, and, mm -hmm. and if you're a senior executive leader, it might be senior leader network in, in tandem with chapters, but our team will really take care of you, get to know you and what's going to be the right fit to get you involved in the movement. But I would just encourage if, if, if you, if you are interested in, in hear something that really kind of triggers you of like, Hey, this is, this is a community that I want to be a part of, then please do go to consciouscapitalism.org. 
you can also go to your local community uh, chapter, uh, and and those those are great places to start as well. But I, I highly recommend you know if you, if you do go to uh, our website, and then we can kind of lead you in the right direction um, and understand what what's the best way to get you fit in um, to the movement. Yeah, um, cool. We're we're down to two minutes, so that um, I guess um, let's let's wrap. I, we're not, I'm not going to cut you off from the two minutes or anything, but let's wrap with kind of maybe final thoughts, I guess, about mission, passion, how this helps an organization, you know, be better, and then where people can find you either, you know, besides the website, if you want to share social media or any, don't have to, but if you want to share that and then we'll wrap up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, I, you know, I, so I think, you know, from a personal standpoint, you know, uh, the only thing I can tell you is that, you know, this has been a big leap for me from professional, um, from my professional standpoint, from going from a for-profit to a non-profit. Mm-hmm. Um, and I get a lot of people that ask me, like, was, was that a right move? And I absolutely believe it was the right move for me. Uh, and, mm-hmm. and I'm really, really happy that I did it. Um, you know, I am learning and growing so much. And, you know, I would just challenge everybody is that, you know, there, there's a lot of opportunities out there. Um, and if, even if it's for not a nonprofit, go and look at the list of organizations that are partners of conscious capitalism that really believe in this, and you'll find incredible places to work, right, that are really, really good companies mm-hmm. that are invested in us. So, um, you know, take the leap um, if, if, if mm-hmm. you need it in your career. Uh, and then I would say, you know, a, a lot of times we do look at, um, you know, our, our lives and we think about like, oh, I, I do all this volunteer work and then I have work. What are the ways that we can integrate that more, right, as an organization and as people? Because, you know, we're, we're living our lives uh, and and there's a lot of good that can be done. Um, and uh, I just encourage you to challenge your organizations and challenge each other on, you know, what are you doing to elevate humanity, um, personally and professionally? What what is that? Uh, and and work mm-hmm. towards that. Big and small goals. Uh, and then last but not least, um, you can reach me at Melissa Koehne K O E H N E at consciouscapitalism.org. Um, and also on LinkedIn, I'm on uh, LinkedIn at Melissa Doolin Caney. So I'd love to connect with anybody that would be interested in learning more. Thanks for the time, Michael. Absolutely. Melissa, th- Melissa sorry, I can't say your name apparently. Thanks for being a guest. It was great to catch up with you. I may, uh, well, I'm not may, I will, I will call you sometime before seven years later and we'll catch up on the phone and, you know, just talk one-on-one, but it was great to have you as a guest and thanks for all the great information. And I'm definitely going to go check out the website. I hope you have a great weekend and I want to, I'm going to go ahead and end the show and we'll be disconnected when, when I end the show, Melissa. So have a great weekend. Okay. okay. Thanks. You too, Michael. Take care. care. Happy Beagle Day. Bye. (laughs) Thanks. Bye.